3: This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Tony on v the Sports Betting Network.
4: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Tony here and another must-watch Brent Musburger Wednesday ahead. He will join us in studio in just a few minutes, uh, break down all the news and notes going on around all of professional sports right now, especially with everything happening with COVID-19. We saw, especially in the NFL, from a record number of cases on Monday, all the way up to that list, having upwards of 90 players on it right now. So that's actually where we start our top five stories, getting into it, some of the bigger names Going on that list include Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield and their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, both testing positive for COVID-19. Browns have a total number of 15 players on the reserve COVID-19 list right now, which includes wide receiver Jarvis Landry, tight ends Austin Hooper, and David Njoku. So Case Keenum, it looks like, will be under center for Cleveland in what's a crucial game in their playoff pursuit against the Las Vegas Raiders this Saturday. Special teams coordinator, Mike Freefer, is acting head coach. More on this game and situation when Brent joins us in a moment. On the injury front, though, because it's not just COVID-19, wiping out some players, quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson did not practice again today, He's been suffering his ankle injury earlier in their loss to the Browns this past Sunday. As a result, Baltimore has signed Jets practice squad quarterback Josh Johnson, which looks to be a bad sign for Jackson's week 15 availability against the Packers. He has not yet been ruled out. If he can't go, Tyler Huntley would return as QB1. Some surprising news from the Arizona Cardinals. Star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins expected to miss the rest of the regular season. With a sprained knee, ESPN's Adam Schefter said the hope is that he will be able to return come postseason time. They're still unsure whether or not he will need surgery. He's getting a second opinion. Also, running back James Conner expected to be day-to-day undergoing an MRI on his ankle. He had an injury on the final play this past Monday night. Had a great game against the Rams. uh, A chance to play Week 15, but even if he does go, likely behind Chase Edmonds. Cardinals' big favorites at the Lions this week. Bills quarterback Josh Allen is appearing to make some progress with his foot sprain practicing limited action this week uh his status also tbd though as of right now he told reporters he's quote feeling quite a bit better but backup mitchell Trubisky did get reps with the first team during the walkthrough today buffalo an 11 point home favorite against carolina here for week 15 and another player that's trending upward according to eagles head coach nick sirianni is their quarterback jalen hurts it was unclear if that also means, though, that he's trending toward a start this coming week against Washington or if they put the ball back in Gardner Minshew's hands. Washington, another team with some major COVID concerns and quarterback Taylor Heineke's banged up. It's possible Philly gives Hurts another week to heal. Eagles laying three points at home. Now time to break it all down with the man, the myth, the legend, Brent Musburger. Have you ever seen anything like this in no. professional sports is what we're going no. through with the football uh, right now?
3: it's It's just stunning. What's... It's crazy kind of out of the blue because it seemed to be uh, out under control on behalf of the, of the national football league. And uh, we knew that the NBA and the NHL, that you follow very closely, Calgary had to cancel three mm-hmm. games up there, but then all of a sudden it seems on the same day, there were over 30 cases confirmed on Monday by the, uh, by the national football league uh, from a betting standpoint, though, Stormy, there, there was one thing that I really want to throw out and because You know, I'm watching the Raiders and the Browns very carefully. According to the Cleveland spokespeople that we've heard from, okay, every one of their cases involves somebody who was vaccinated, Mm -hmm. okay? Now, what that means is uh, they still might not be able to play, but if they test negative twice within a 24-hour period, they can suit up and play on Saturday. So I've never seen... I don't think I've been around sports and seen a line move as quickly in the opposite direction as this one did. Mm -hmm. Now, remember now, it opened originally. The Raiders were a three-point underdog. They suddenly became a six-point underdog after their debacle in Kansas City. Then it turned around when word started to come of COVID, Mm -hmm. and suddenly the Browns were only a three-point favorite. And then I come into Circa this afternoon, uh, and my wife and I were down with the Bellagio uh, a little bit early looking at the Christmas offerings down there, and suddenly the Raiders are favored. Uh, honestly, I've never seen a line yeah. move that quickly, but you pointed out how many – they have one of the better offensive lines, the Browns do, in the National Football League. Two of their starters and their tight end are amongst those who are positive. And of course, the quarterback, Baker Mayfield. But I want everybody to be a little bit careful now Keep an eye on the news as it breaks. It's a Saturday game, remember. So by Friday, you're going to have a really good indication late. And do not, do not go to sleep on Case Keenum. He's not the worst backup in the National Football League, okay? So uh, I guess what I'm saying is don't just run out and automatically bet on the Raiders, okay? Because we got some issues, too that we have to solve. Oh, you may have noticed last week, but anyway. Oh, so, just
4: against the Chiefs. You yeah, know, for but reason. the
3: other Chiefs two defense lines defense also tonight. moved, but they didn't change favorites. You told me the Rams in your report mm-hmm. were hard hit. They went from minus six to minus four and a half. You told me that the Washington football team, they they uh, got a plus four and a half. They, uh, now it's plus. The Eagles are minus seven. Okay, mm-hmm. the Eagles were minus four and a half, but now it's minus seven. So things are changing, but no, to, to go back to what you asked me, Stormy, I've never seen something like this. It's
4: been crazy. And with the Browns specifically, um, I was thinking back to what happened with them last year. And if there was a team that had to you know, deal with these types of right. issues, this is one that actually has experience with it, obviously not to this extreme. You, Baker Mayfield right. was obviously available in that playoff game against the exactly. Steelers last year. But that was the first thing that came to me because they didn't have their head coach in that situation either. Um, so, they, Do you remember how that game started? Place. Do you remember how that
3: game started? how that game started? I'll never forget it. The Steelers... Who I had picked that day were backed up in the shadow of their own end zone. And
4: that's why it's very The it ball out was you. You snapped over Ben
3: Roethlisberger's head oh, yes. and recovered by a former Raider, Joseph, in the end zone. For I'm, I'm Just one of those things. It was a nightmare. You Stuck know? <laughs> out. Yes,
4: no question. But that's, that's what I say. So this is a team that's equipped for it. I'm interested moving forward how all of this is going to work out with COVID 19. Because, like you said, it seems like over the last few months, everything was all well and good. And we saw Jalen Ramsey come out the other day um, with the Rams saying, you know, I feel fine. I feel okay. Um, you wonder what protocols will be in place for players that are asymptomatic as this continues to grow. Right now, we don't have that, but moving yeah. down the line.
3: Yeah, it's so complex. You it have is. to listen so to all tough. the doctors because and it's scary. this new variants. Omicron, I believe that's mm-hmm. how they pronounce it. Very highly contagious, they say. However if you're vaccinated, people have not gotten severely Mm -hmm. ill as a result of contracting it, okay? So it is a tough virus, and and the league and the doctors, uh, the NFL, through these last couple of years, uh, they've done a great job with it, so I've got confidence in their medical Mm -hmm. people going forward, but I would hate to see games um, starting to be forfeited, okay? I I really would. I'm I'm hopeful that we're able to find a road here with healthy athletes out there, and we get these games played.
4: So the thing is, last year, when there were concerns like this and when there were issues, you were able to postpone a game, reschedule right. it for a later yeah. date. There's no window for that now. So is the solution just, hey, play the game with who you got and figure it out?
3: Yeah, we've got a couple weeks where I guess they could go on Tuesday. Okay. You no, know, they could mm-hmm. They could push a Tuesday in there if they wanted to. But you're exactly right. We are running out of time. And by the time you get to week 17 and 18, it's very hard to push because some of those teams – are trying to get into the playoffs and they've got to go the next week and they hate to be uh, short on rest in those situations. The other, the other COVID case that don't overlook it was not a team, but I, I read somewhere this morning that the Kansas City Chiefs, their best defensive lineman is named Jones, mm-hmm. and I think I read that he went on the COVID list. They've got to go tomorrow night in a huge game, a huge game in SoFi, Los Angeles, against the Chargers.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Everybody. You keep an eye on the Jones situation before you bet that game. He is a difference maker. He is that good in that defensive line. Well,
4: and so Chris Jones, he missed a number of games earlier in the season, right? When the Chiefs right. were struggling, now all of a sudden their defense is back. It's been so good without him. Who knows what they'll look like necessarily?
3: Exactly, and they've got a quick they got a quick turnaround. Well, so are the Browns, but they've still got two extra days to get some of these guys healthy.
4: Okay, so you did mention. Obviously, don't be too quick to bet the Raiders just yet. Yeah, just. But kind what, what of was your what was your evaluation of what you saw the other day against the Chiefs? Because two games now against Kansas City, where they've had big struggles, I feel like Derek Carr yeah. was getting wrecked, four, sacked four times, hit eleven times. It was a tough day for for him, and he still played well.
3: Yeah, we you know it's a franchise that lost its leader and, and lost its best playmaker. When you when you lose your play caller and your best playmaker, I went. Uh, Stormy, I don't know if I told you last week, but I went and I looked at. I broke out all of the, the uh, plays that the Raiders have had since the tragedy involving Henry Ruggs. He still has half of our big plays mm. this year. And if you look at the leading receivers in the NFL, even though he only played seven games, he's still in the top forty-five. Okay, so you you lost an elite piece of talent. Uh, they they weren't organized. And then a debacle on the first play when the ball was knocked away from Josh Jacobs and Hughes dashed into the end zone for a touchdown. Now it was not smart for Yannick and Gakway to take the team to the Chiefs logo. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that that meant the difference in the game, but honestly, at the profession, that's kind of high school stuff when you do things like that. Okay, and the enthusiasm of the youngsters when you're a professional athlete. You, you don't want to stir the bear up in the cave. Mm-hmm. You, you get your guys ready by the end zone as you normally do, and you go into the locker room before the game. Going out and prancing on the, on the Chiefs logo was not a good idea. You just And I was surprised because Yannick is a veteran. He's been around the NFL uh, several years now. And so then one thing led to another. Couldn't hold on to the football. It was, honestly, in the four years that I've been with him, it was by far the worst performance yeah. by a Raider team that I've seen.
4: No, and that's that's hopefully, you know, we'll see if they can get back on the right track here to end right. the season these last couple weeks on a high note. Remember, everybody, you can sign up for a PlayCard debit MasterCard and get paid faster than with a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply subject to card activation and ID verification, terms, and costs. Apply back here with more Brent Musburger analysis on the other side. Stay with us on My Guys in the Desert.
2: From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on Select Battery Tool Sets. Real steel. Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
3: You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bon and Tony on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: on My Guys in the Desert, this segment brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with either. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and they're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. Plus, for your convenience, every variety now comes in two strengths. You can find the satisfaction level that works for you. Zinn America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. So it's never been easier to find your Zinn. Head on over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's zy F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Brent Musburger, I'm Stormy Von And Tony, back here live from Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. Time for a little game. Okay. Give them another shot. So I'm going to basically give you mm-hmm. a quarterback's name that started, played this year, and do they deserve, if healthy, to be a starter next year
3: okay most of these let's guys play. have been
4: average or below average
3: let's
4: play Sam Darnold Carolina Panthers no
3: backup quarterback all the way
4: what about Cam Newton
3: backup quarterback all the way no I want to be okay <laughs> so in other words <laughs> Panthers should draft a quarterback ladies and gentlemen but Panthers uh, time to move on. yeah honestly
4: time to move forward how about Taylor Heineke the Washington football team
3: backup quarterback
4: really you think so you don't think he's proved enough
3: backup quarterback
4: yes sir Davis Mills, Houston, Texas.
3: Let's wait for this season to play out. He's going to be the starter. Let's take a look. I would lean to not being the starter, but I think being a rookie, uh, the young man deserves a few more chances than than let's say Darnold ha- has had uh, with the Jets and the Panthers.
4: See, that's when I thought you were going to go back up quarterback. We'll see where we go. Jared Goff, Detroit Lions.
3: Well, because the Lions need more than a quarterback. I'm going to say that you can still start Goff as you rebuild the franchise long term. He clearly is not the answer, but I think the Lions need to look elsewhere in the first, second and third round.
4: Yeah, things just haven't really panned out right. for him the way he had hoped the Eagles Jalen Hurts if healthy starter. Yeah, no Gardner Minshew love. You don't think love. Get I love
3: Minshew. There? I think he's a terrific backup. He's in a great place. Jalen runs a lot. There's always a chance for an injury. Just take a look at Kyler Murray down in Arizona uh, and see what the what the backup. The young man from Texas was able to do in those three games. Uh, I didn't mention in a great spot, but I would continue to start hurts and see what you've got.
4: Okay. Daniel Jones dealing with a neck injury right now, but if he comes back to the starter for the Giants.
3: Yeah, he's uh, he turns the ball over too much. Uh, I like the way he throws the ball and he beat the Raiders. I was impressed with a couple of, of the throws that he made in that game. Uh, I'm going to say starting I'm going to say the Giants have too many problems that they need to address also uh, before they look elsewhere for a quarterback. I don't think Daniel Jones can take you to the Super Bowl, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't think you have to replace him just yet either.
4: And yeah, both the teams in New York struggling, not just at the quarterback position, but all over Teddy Bridgewater Broncos.
3: Honestly, he's a backup and a really good backup, and he can beat you on any given Sunday as he has proven, especially as a road underdog, those who bet know those stats are there with Teddy. He's not the long-term answer. Uh, and the Broncos are a pretty good franchise, okay? And I do remember that Aaron Rodgers hung the Broncos sign out there when he was looking around. So if you can get an Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that, uh, keep Bridgewater as a back If You can't. Go ahead and let Teddy start again.
4: Well, another team that seemed to be looking earlier in the year but has now felt pretty good, Tua Tonga-Vailoa with the Dolphins. What are your thoughts on him? Starter. I think so, too.
3: No, I think he's improving. That's a perfect example of somebody like Jalen Hurts. Don't pull the plug too quickly. Let's see what we got. And I think he's getting better and better with the more reps and, and the more experience. Wow,
4: that spread keeps growing this week. It was Absolutely. eight and a half yesterday, <laughs> up to ten now. you see that?
3: Unbelievable. Okay,
4: last one. I say this kind of in, in jest a little bit. Ben Roethlisberger.
3: Big Ben. Love Big Ben. Uh, you know, and and, and obviously I, I feel so sad. But whoa, he was down 29 to nothing for the Vikings. And the last play of the game, he was thrown into the end zone and his tight end got hit with about three guys. A ball, I mean, big ben's a hall of famer Mm -hmm. there's there's no question about it i'm tempted to say whatever ben wants ben can have but obviously we all know uh that his better days are behind him and the steelers need to look elsewhere but if they want big ben to hang around and work with a young quarterback that they're going to draft i think if anything has been proven this season stormy it's that they're rushing these rookie quarterbacks in way way too and that goes for trevor lawrence too oh by the way Mm -hmm. okay he I mean, the only quarterback that was ready is Mac Jones out of Alabama. And guess what? In their biggest game of the year, three passes. That's all they had him throw. They protected him every step of the way, okay? Um, and these other kids that get thrown out there like Zach Wilson thrown out there. Now, the San Francisco has not thrown the youngster from North Dakota State to the Wolves yet. They yeah. protected And, oh, by the way, Jimmy Garoppolo is better than people think he is. I, I'm totally convinced of that. I, I watched the highlights from the Cincinnati game last night he throws the ball he and kettle they were the toughest out of the league last week well you're a 49er yeah. fan i have to tell That's you what say.
4: this makes me feel better oh, i shouldn't
3: ask you he's too handsome for you you know what i'm saying oh he <laughs> my was, dad
4: <laughs> i kid you not every time we're getting ready to watch a football game my dad will call me i'll be like yeah niner's out there there's that good looking mother playing you know there's jimmy on the tv i love your father yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, i love your father you. <laughs>
4: but no i'm glad that you said that because I feel like even when Jimmy does things right and when he is effective and when he does manage the game well, he doesn't get any credit from it from the he outside doesn't. looking in ever.
3: Ever, ever. I don't think they've forgiven him for in the, in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs of the Super Bowl. He missed the receiver in the end zone. He overthrew him in what could have been the winning touchdown. I mean, hey, but he got him there, mm-hmm. okay? So, And I was very impressed with his performance. Now, uh, Cincinnati was able to claw back into the game. But Kettle, Ugh. I mean, what a great tight end. Kittles. So wow.
4: good. You well, do not want to play against George Kittle. He yeah, had about 130
3: yards regular. last week. Well, Crazy.
4: He's so fun to watch. Uh, they're, by the way, taking on the Falcons at home as nine and a half point favorites this week. Um, but because you mentioned the Chiefs in Super Bowl, Chiefs obviously are playing this week on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday night football tomorrow against the Chargers. Three-point favorites, total 52 in that one. And you just saw them up close and yeah, personal, so I'm biased for better or, better or worse.
3: Yeah, for better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> At three, I would take the Chiefs or pass. Three and a half, though. Three and a half, I would look the other way. And, and I would advise everybody, if you haven't seen it, uh, I saw it this morning. Uh, Justin Herbert, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. He hit a speedy receiver by the name of Guyton. You know, they've got mm-hmm. Allen, they've got Williams. One of them's got COVID this Incredible week. Incredible throw. Probably won't play. But Herbert threw the ball over 60 yards in the air, okay? Now, lots of guys can throw the ball 60 yards in the air, but not with the kind of accuracy that Herbert – and Russell Wilson had one, too, for the Seahawks. Herbert's ball was caught in full flight by Guyton going into the end zone. Uh, It's one of the most beautiful passes of the year. So, wherever you look at your NFL video, do yourself a favor. I mean, guys throwing it accurately over 60 yards in the air – Ah, uh, that's magnificent. Now they've been a little bit of an erratic team, but they they seem to have stabilized a little bit. Uh, I do not rule them out, even though obviously I'm biased. The Chiefs were were strictly uh, a great football team against the Raiders, mm-hmm. but it was the Raiders. and The Raiders weren't playing well on well, Sunday.
4: And so this is the thing about this matchup. It's usually you like to look to okay you, these division teams. You played them earlier this year. How would right. that one go? Well, the Chargers won that game in Kansas City. In Kansas City. But obviously, the Chiefs have been a very different team down the stretch than they were at that point in the year. But Justin Herbert, I was looking at this this morning, 3-0 and ATS, his last three against the Chiefs. So if oh, you no. like the number.
3: He can play them. Yeah. Um, you, but you do make a good point. If for Andy Reid and the Chiefs, this is a critical game mm-hmm. because they've, right now they've lost the tiebreaker against the Chargers. They can even that up okay, with a win on Thursday night. In a way, it's a more important game for the Chiefs and it is a charge difficult, though there's not not a lot of difference. Very, very important for the Chargers. Uh looking forward to see. Honestly, like I said, it's three and a half, I would have looked to the Chargers. At three, but then again, if Jones can't go, that could be That's a different the defense. That's that could the be, be a big difference maker, in that game. Right? Yeah, yeah, and
4: especially on a short week, you usually look to the defenses yeah. to have the better time, but without a key component like that, who knows?
3: And the Chargers have not done well uh defending the run, and the Chiefs, the Chiefs ran the ball last Sunday. They've got, a, they've got an offensive line. Listen, the one thing I want to say about the Chiefs, that's the best organization in the AFC West, and it's not close, okay? Now, when I say organization, I'm starting with the ownership, down through the front office, through the scouts, through the coaching staff, and the playing personnel. Every team in the AFC West should look up to the Chiefs and say, we want to be that good. Forget this all-time rival. We, we hate but No, no, no. Forget about it. This is a great franchise right now, okay? For them to go to back-to-back Super Bowls, lose the second one because the offensive line could not play well, and then quickly remake. In that offensive line, they traded their number one draft choice for their left mm-hmm. tackle, Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. They drafted their starting center and their starting right guard, okay? That's a remarkable franchise. And then they've coached them up. So the coaching staff has done its part, too. This is a great, great franchise. Overall, it's a better franchise than the Chargers, and and that means something in a big game.
4: No question. High praise from somebody who sees the AFC West closer than anybody. Uh, When we come back, I promised Brent that we would talk a little hockey, so we'll talk some Golden Knights, and I'm subjecting him to another one of my games. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. More my guys coming up on the other side. Keep it locked on Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
3: Hi Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bon Antonio on VSIN, the Sports betting Network. If
4: you're looking for Sports betting discussion around your local teams. Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Back here live from Circus Sportsbook, I'm Stormy Bonantoni, along with our guy Brent Musburger. Time for a little confidence meter. Okay. We'll give you a situation. You tell me which bet you'd be more confident in. Starting with these big road favorites, the cards are 13 and a half point favorites at the Lions. Do you like them more or do you have more confidence in the Cowboys minus 11 at the Giants?
3: Uh, Cardinals, they've been lethal, unbeaten on the road, Uh, even though that DeAndre Hopkins injury could hurt them. James uh, Conner also? Yeah, maybe. Both of them. Yeah, Yeah, if you lose both of them, but the Cardinals have still been unbeatable on the road. They're in Detroit. Cowboys have to have a division opponent in the Giants and a division opponent game can become tricky
4: a couple of big road dogs also falcons plus nine and a half at the 49ers saints plus 11 at the bucks which road dog do you trust more
3: actually the saints historically they've played the bucks pretty tough and that's another division game the, the saints still have a very good defense okay and and that can keep you in a lot of games and of course the bills clawed their way back into that game in the second half before they lost it so yeah I would take the Saints.
4: those division games are always a little bit tricky small home favorites we talked about this one in the break I thought this line was a little bit small but Broncos minus two and a half posting the Bengals or Titans minus one and a half and Steelers
3: I'm gonna take the Titans Um, I think the Titan the the locker room has to be picked up by the news that that Derrick Henry their great running back might be ready to go for the playoffs okay that had that had to give them an emotional boost uh, when, when they got that news, uh, they're still driving for a possibility at the bye. And when you've got a Derrick Henry sitting there, uh, along with your receivers who are banged up ground, uh, if you can get that buy in the AFC. So I'm going to take the Titans.
4: Small home dogs here. Chargers plus three against the Chiefs, we already talked about, or Bears plus three and a half against the Vikings. I feel like even without the hook, you would prefer the Chargers, right? Absolutely. Yeah.
3: There's no question. Versus the Bears. I mean, uh the Bears are still a work in progress. Uh, the coach is uh, definitely on the hot seat. Uh, probably going to be replaced. The Vikings, I think, are going to make it to the playoffs as one of the wild cards. I think they're going to climb back in there. Now, historically, that game's in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Vikings sometimes have not played that well. They're not like the Packers going into Chicago. But still in all, I'm going to take the Vikings.
4: All right. As promised. Yes. Let's talk a little hockey okay. here for a moment. Your oh. Vegas Golden Knights, our Vegas Golden Knights are doing much better at this point in the season. Oh, yeah. They've got some health back Healthy. on their side. Healthy. Tell Ooh. me about them.
3: Pass already. Awesome, yeah. okay. So, last night, as you know, because you covered them several years, they'd never won a game in Boston, okay? Never won, right? So, they're playing the Bruins, and I love, for sports veterans, there's one thing I always love, and I don't care what the sport is, especially baseball, teams that come off a long road trip, on their first game home, especially if it's the next day in baseball. I love going against them, okay? to you know, catch some big favorites. And they, the <laughs> I dogs love how get, excited um, you are right now. You're like, I just yeah, love a, it. I got it. The Bruins were coming off a Western Canadian trip, okay? Bing, landed home. They're playing the Golden Knights, and bingo, they're going back on the road for three more games. i ah, this is my spot. <laughs> so I bet the Golden Knights last night, and I said, I'm the smartest man in the room over under is five and a half. I'm going to parlay this to the over. Oh, no. <laughs> so we go up by three in the first period. And I'm saying, Arlene, how smart am I? This is going to be taken to the bank. I didn't know the Bruins were that bad right now, by the way. So, of course, and of course, I, they, they gave me a chance. The Bruins pull a goaltender mm-hmm. uh, late in the game. I got a chance, but I could never get that extra goal. So I have this great win. So I guess what I'm saying is... So close. You just need one more, ignore right? Ignore parlays. Forget parlays. It's just a way to lose bets.
4: I can't tell you how many times... I mean, but that's why they say parlays are for suckers. But they're so fun, and they make you so much more money when you do hit them. So I love them. They're fun to do, but they do bite you in the oh, butt sometimes. Oh, I can't tell you me. how many times. Because the two teams... The two, you know, same game parlayers. Have or you had a good bet are, lately? Have you... Uh... I've had a few. few. I did good on Monday night, so I was really happy. Did you take the Rams? I took the over hard, and I was sweating it late in that game. Because, you know,
3: I had Kyler Murray thinking he was going to be his coming out party for MVP. Yeah, yeah, it was a coming out party for Uh, Matthew Stafford I I, I wasn't.
4: I wasn't going to say anything, but I thought about leading off today's show with, like, so how do you feel about Kyler Murray?
3: (laughs) I (laughs) want to thank you very much for not picking on the old man to start this thing, you know? (laughs) It was... uh, they had a bad game, and, and he made bad mistakes mentally. And I thought emotionally, it's kind of interesting, Kyler Murray, okay? The, kind of the NFL street gossip is that he's a great guy, great player, good quarterback, but not necessarily a good leader, okay?
5: Interesting.
3: And I thought, I thought it was fascinating watching him because I thought he was kind of cranky with some of his teammates from time to time out on the fields. You know, I didn't, I didn't see that positivity – I can always tell when Tom Brady is unhappy with somebody, but he never, you never really see him go after a teammate during a game. I think he saves it for afterwards or a private conversation or something. Whereas I thought, I thought Kyler was a little aggressive. And at the end of the game, they did not handle that well mentally at all. I mean, uh, one player thought they were going to run it one way, another player thought something else was going on. So I thought there was confusion. And basically, that's not the quarterback.
4: Yeah, well, there were a lot of things that I was like, I'm not sure if some of these issues are our are, are coaching, our are communication, our um, just poor time management right. situations. They yeah. just had issues. It was, it was issues. They're late. It was weird, it was, which you don't expect from a team that's leading the division atop the NFC. Like, that's not they, what And that they had
3: been be. rolling, mm-hmm. you know, and they'd beaten the Rams before. Listen, the other side of this is, I, I think the Rams are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I thought, I thought there was efficiency Now, we all know Donald is a great, great defensive player, can blow things up. But look at what they did without Ramsey, without three other players who were missing because of COVID on Monday night. They all stepped up. And look how smoothly Beckham ran his routes for Stafford, you know? are finally on the same page.
4: Well, and he's got three touchdowns now with the Rams after having none with the exactly. Browns this yeah. year. So he's I, happy I where he's impressed. at. Hopefully he impressed. feels okay with COVID-19. He was one mm-hmm. of those late ads. Um, so with the Rams then for you, does their outlook kind of go on the back of Matt Stafford and how he handles the ball? Because those three games where they lost poorly, it was like pick six, pick six, pick six. All three. Numerous yeah. interceptions. Three yeah.
3: I, I thought he has, you know, he's brought everything back a little bit. Made it a little bit easier. Cooper Cup is as good a route runner as there is in the NFL. I mean, he's, he's just magic, okay? So you go to him the bulk of the time, and then you pick your spots with a guy like Beckham to add to it. And they were without their tight end in that mm-hmm. game, too. And You know, for the coach, uh, for McVay, because I know what John Gruden went through, when, when you lose your tight end and it's late, they didn't find out until Monday afternoon. They couldn't go. You, you have to throw out a lot of plays that the tight end is right in the middle of. You're not going to use your backup to run that on short notice like that. So the Rams had to change their plays for that game uh, at the late hour. So I thought McVay and, and Matthew Stafford did, did a great job, Stormy, in, in that game. And I stamped them now. I had doubts of them being a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I put them right right at the top. Now, obviously, the Green Bay Packers are there. Mm-hmm. We, we, And obviously, Mr. Brady down in Tampa is right there. Okay, Those three teams, uh, I think, are very legitimate, especially in the NFC, that they can uh, win the Super Bowl. Well,
4: what do you think about the Rams specifically this week? Uh, four and a half point favorites at home against Seattle. Um, they've had success against Seattle, obviously, but those division games can be tricky.
3: Yeah. and Especially uh,
4: with your COVID concerns you've got going right yeah, now.
3: If if you're a Ram backer, you have to pause a little bit about giving Russell Wilson, obviously with the hand injuries, getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, too, threw a 60-yard pass mm-hmm. uh, down in Houston last week. You don't want to give him. Uh, too many points. I don't know if Penny, uh, who's been a disappointment as a running back, great week. I don't that know if he can put week. together back-to-back weeks, uh, but that'll be interesting. Uh, that's a lot of points, okay? And you've got, you've got COVID striking. Uh, Beckham is one of those, right, who's down yep, for the Rams? Correct. Yeah, correct.
4: He came out yeah. after the game.
3: So you want to keep, keep an eye on that situation. But uh, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, uh, they, can, they can surprise you. All right? They're fully capable of doing that. He's a very good coach.
4: So, we've only got about a minute left here before we have to go to break. So, I wanted to make sure I got this in before we strayed too far away from the hockey totally. Okay. Um, I thought this was the funnest thing ever. Some fans have been calling the top line for the Golden Knights the money line.
3: They don't Isn't that night. awesome? Listen, we were watching the broadcast last night, okay? And they ask for Twitter. And Darren, the analyst, not the, uh, not the host. Um, Darren an- Elliott. Yes. Yep. He threw out Moneyline, and Arlene and I looked at each other and said, that's terrific.
4: It's perfect.
3: Okay? I love that nickname yes. for that line, okay? Uh, you've, you've, you've got Stevenson in the middle. Uh, you've got Stone, the captain, on the one wing. And you got passes already. What's he scored on? About six straight games now for them their, on that other wing.
4: Their line combined for 15 goals and 25 assists since November 24th. That's, That's pretty good.
3: The money line. That's pretty good. Okay, I said, <laughs> I'm I'm all in on the money line.
4: No, me too. I'm very excited for the Golden Knights right now. Winners of five of their last six, and now they're on that northeast road trip facing the New York teams this yeah, week. Yeah, well, what? They we'll got three games
3: in four days coming yep, up. Right.
4: Devils. Uh, Rangers. Islanders. Their old all coach, the
3: Rangers. Oh, I know. Gerard That'll be fun. See
4: Ryan Reeves again. And
3: Reeves, has yep. he been doing anything? Starting any fights? Any brawls? He's going? starting
1: something. are <laughs> my guys. I I love watching
3: Reeves. I've got to say. We all do. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK System sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
3: You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Tony on VSIN, the sports betting network.
4: College bowl season starts this Friday, and you know who's got you covered? We do here at VESAN with our all new bowl betting guide. You get matchup analysis on every single bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make the best bet possible. Whether you're betting on every game, you're playing a contest, or you just want to find a few of those key high value props, the VESAN College bowl betting guide can give you that edge. So get your digital copy today, just 19 at VESAN.comslash bowl guide. Our guy, Brent Musburger, made his picks. On every single game in that one as well which we'll talk some college football here in a moment but you know i'm just i'm in the mood to subject brent to more games because i just can't help myself so <laughs> fill in the blank brent yes. in the nfl yes the biggest upset of the week is going to be
3: uh, well the eagles favorite by seven so i'll take washington over the eagles Ooh. as the biggest upset a seven point uh, dog in that one
4: that's a fun one don't sleep on the washington football team how about the highest-scoring NFL game of the
3: Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Chiefs-Chargers in Los Angeles. Mahomes and Herbert shoot it out. Highest-scoring game of the week.
4: I see that total of 52 right now. Let's see it go over. Lowest-scoring game. We'll Tex-
3: Texas-Jaguars, 6-3 final. Ooh,
4: that was, that's so bad. It's like a redo of the, the Bills-Jags game, 9-6. Total now and right now is 39 and a half. That's not even the lowest one though. The lowest is your Raiders uh, and and Cleveland Browns. 38 and a half is the lowest total on the board as of right now. But you heard it here first. Jags and Texans. What about the most lopsided game
3: of the week? 49ers to run it up on the Falcons. Stop. As a 49ers, your team. I had Don't to pick up. Don't threaten me
4: with a good time. <laughs> I would love that. That would be electric. I do think that they match up well with the Falcons though. Okay, as promised. Yes. Told you we talked a little college football here. Bowl season coming up. Uh, How much fun did you have, by the way, getting in on that bowl betting guide this week, making picks for every game?
3: No, I love it. I love going against Mr. (laughs) Mackinac. He knows so much more than I do, and I beat him every year.
4: Really? What? Oh, just pump the, that up. Follow Brent's picks. Flip, you got it. No. The flip
3: of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. No, that,
4: the, the guy is cool, though. I was It's looking, great. Like, they do all the, They it's get into great. not only the numbers, but I like the motivations yeah. and factors awesome. that you have to take into account for the bowl games. Uh, but what we were talking about in the break, actually, you have a lot of interest in the FCS semifinals oh, yeah. coming oh, up this weekend. It's
3: awesome. Uh, the FCS semifinals, James Madison, which just eliminated the Montana Grizz. Are uh, They going to Fargo, North Dakota. Now, there's a dome in there. So if you're thinking i got to jump the under in that game because it's in North Dakota, no. James Madison at heavily favored North Dakota State. North Dakota State, uh, they have been a power in the FCS over the last decade, okay? And the other game, Stormy, it's early, about 11 o'clock Friday morning here in Las Vegas, ESPN2. The South Dakota State Jackrabbits, Jackrabbits. will be in Bozeman, Montana, to play the Montana State Bobcats. We're going to shock the world, okay? Montana okay. State in <laughs> Bozeman. So there we have it. Um, James Madison, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, and Montana State. Those are the two uh, semifinals. I, I, love the, I love the FCS, the little guys. And trust me, there will be a handful of guys off those teams who will be on NFL rosters come next year that's but always the way it is you'll
4: have to give me some clues on some of the names you already know I'll actually be doing the FCS championship game oh, you got, is that down Frisco still yeah yeah Frisco Texas is that right
3: mm-hmm. oh that's awesome yeah right, we'll I'm have, super
4: excited about we'll it we'll
3: have some fun with that one so yeah. I'll be
4: paying very close attention to these games uh Montana State six point dogs as of right yeah, now but you like right, you said right. ride the dog oh, we're
3: upsetting the jack upset home, home team
4: okay right. <laughs> 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 um I obviously know we've talked plenty about the Las Vegas Bowl Mm-hmm. Um, last week when you were on here. But are there any other bowl games, bowl numbers, maybe the ones that are coming up this weekend that stand out to you of interest?
3: Actually, something just jumped off the board. In fact, I went and made a fresh deposit here Love at Circa. Love that. I found the sheet. I walked in. and uh, You know, the potential national championship game, Monday, January 10th. Now the two teams have to make it to have action. Ooh, what
5: do Georgia, you have? I'm so Georgia, Alabama.
3: Georgia's favored by a point and a half. I almost fell over I did the bookmaker not watch the first game does he not think you can beat the dogs twice in a row uh with rolled damn tied i mean Alabama's catching a point and a half yep. what am i missing what what did I miss about it what, do you think there's a misprint on that sheet? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm here. It's I up. saw Derek Stevens. You know, Derek said he didn't know the latest numbers. I'm Derek, Derek's losing control of the sportsbook guy. I'm telling you. <laughs> you have to go right up to him. So you're just giving away money now,
4: Derek, at the sportsbook.
3: But wouldn't you make. Yeah. Remember, you asked me last week, and I made Alabama a three point favorite mm-hmm. in that game.
4: Mm hmm. Maybe, maybe. Well, that's what you would think. I know, because what were they originally on that line in the SEC championship? Six point favorites, Georgia was. Yeah, Georgia
3: Georgia was a six point favorite. How much did they
4: lose by? So you would think that you would at least just try to even it out because wouldn't the betting public be like, oh, yeah, give me the points. I can see a short number.
3: I can see a short number in a rematch. But because of one position and one position only, it's called quarterback. I thought you were going to say it's
4: called Heisman.
3: Yeah, it's called, well. That's all right. We can just call it same Heisman. Thing. Oh, same, same thing. thing. Okay. Uh, I have to make Bama the favorite in the uh, – and first of all, Bama gets to play Cincinnati, okay, in the semifinal. Georgia, in my mind, has got its hands full mm-hmm. against Michigan. They, they're going to be in a dogfight. Now, obviously, there's a, a couple extra days for rest, so that probably doesn't mean as much as it might, a quick turnover in the uh, – turn around the NFL. but I, But I'm shocked. That, that they made Georgia here a favorite.
4: Well, see, good for you for getting in on it now. I might have to hop down there after the show's oh, over yeah, because I, you know that that's going to move around once I mean, those Mama are the cemented teams. If I mean, if they are, excuse me. I know a lot of people are calling for Michigan to win the national championship. They want to get that plus money.
3: I heard a great anecdote on the Colin Cowherd show today about Nick Saban, and I know Nick well, and I knew that he was the son of a coal miner, but I had never heard this anecdote before. He was in grade school coming up to Christmas break, and the teacher required that every student get up in front of the class and sing a song, which is actually very good training to get people up in front of the class and to perform, uh, and you're on your own up there. I thought it was good, all right? But Nick refused, absolutely refused, okay? So obviously they called Mom and Dad after the school So the next day, Mr. Saban... Called the school and said, my son's not coming to school today. I'm going to take him out and do something. And they said, okay, fine." He took him down to the coal mine, all the way down to the bottom, okay, where Pops worked. And he told Nick, he said, look around. He said, see this? If you don't pay attention in class and you don't do your schoolwork and you don't get an education, this is what you're going to be seeing for the rest of your life Wow, is the darkness down here. In the coal mine. And Nick Saban said he never went inside a coal mine again. Went back to school, did his homework, Mm -hmm. and now he's the greatest college football coach, in my mind, in the history of the game. I heard it on the Collins Show uh, driving in. I I never heard that story, and I I know Nick really well.
4: Incredible how something like that sticks with you for your whole life, right? Right? Something that was so impressionable on you.
3: And it shows you how important parents are to children, okay, Mm -hmm. and the raising of them. And, and the behavior skills that they learn. Okay, I mean, I can listen. I can still remember mom and dad from a lot of things that I that I learned. Good lessons growing up. And uh, but I thought that was I thought that was a very moving. Tom Rinaldi, that's who it was who told the story. Oh, Tom Rinaldi top. has done. Uh, he does. He does great work. Incredible on, storyteller. On individuals. He was. He told the story that Nick had Nick had told him when he did the piece on him, and I thought it was just a. It's a great. It's a great lesson for everybody.
4: I've never seen. Uh, like a reporter, make grown men cry the way that Tom Rinaldi oh, no. can with in his story. In I can tell you an anecdote. Okay. <laughs> when he first
3: started working at ESPN, he would come around, and he would do the leads on championship games, and I'd see Tom. And he'd walk in the door, and I would say, Tom, who died? Why are you here? You know, and it became a – <laughs> yeah, it, no. it was a joke because uh, totally. no one can do a more moving story about, about an individual who passes away uh, than, than Tom Rinaldi. He, Tom Rinaldi is a, is a great storyteller. But one of the best that we've ever had in sports,
4: actually. Incredible at pulling the heartstrings. Um, Exactly. Yeah, he's really fun to listen to. I I had to ask you one question before we get out of here on the show, and it does have a college football tie. Sure. Sean King on this network continues to pump up that Jim Harbaugh will be the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes or no? Immediate thoughts when you hear that name.
3: Possibility. Really? I, I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, he did spend a year, I didn't know that until recently, okay? Lincoln Kennedy pointed out, he was he spent one year as a quarterback coach mm-hmm. with the Raiders. The Davis mm-hmm. family and Harbaugh family have always been friendly. Uh, my only hesitation on Jimmy would be how much money uh, would it require to get him to leave his alma mater, Michigan, and come... Uh, I would be very, very happy with that decision. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I know Jim.
4: I loved him when he Uh, was with the Niners. I missed it. Like, uh, things fell apart when you left. Exactly.
3: And oh, by the way, he was a great coach at Stanford.
4: Yeah. And look how things have fallen apart there. No offense to David Shaw, but. No, I love David Shaw too. But but you're
3: right. Uh, Jim Harbaugh Harbaugh is a personality who could come back and win Mm -hmm. in the National Football League. It takes a special guy. And, and Jimmy, Jimmy's a special kind of competitor. And uh, listen, Mr. King is right. I'm push the chips. I'm all in, Stormy. I'm yes, all in. Jackpot, huh, baby. <laughs> That's what
4: we would get. I love it. <laughs> That's a wrap on My Guys <laughs> in the Good Desert girl. today. Thanks wow. to the man who started it all. Have a great week. Have, a great week,
3: have a great week. You too. You too. <laughs> <laughs>